Welcome to the Confessions of a Loveaholic podcast. Join me, your host, Emmy Hernandez, on a journey where we help women heal and find soulmate love to help rewire their brain and nervous system so healthy love is on the radar and it feels like home instead of heartbreak. Whether you've found your soulmate or your journey is just beginning, we'll explore the energy healing practices like meditation, yoga, and have straight talk about toxic addictions. You deserve safe love. Hola, hola, mi gente. I'm Jessica Yanez, and this is the Wine and Chisme podcast, a podcast created to amplify voices and share the stories of people from BIPOC communities doing remarkable things, all while sipping on a glass of wine. So welcome to your new Wednesday. The Wine and Chisme Wednesday. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hola, hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of the Wine and Cheese Make podcast. I know I probably sound funny. I'm still a little congested from coming back from my New York trip. And let me tell you, I ended up, my boyfriend tells me, don't make the room too cold because I like to sleep with it, with the room like chilly. Normally I'm fine, but I was sleeping directly under the vent with the vent blowing on me. So, of course, my nephew who I took is okay, and this is how I sound. So, please for, forgive me for sounding weird or different. That's just, that's life. That's what happens. But I'm still here, and I'm still here, and I have the owners of Festively. Actually, right now, I have one of the owners, and the other one will come on shortly. I have Iris Osea. How are you, Iris? I am wonderful, and I just want to say I love the way you say my last name. Can you say my name again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you want me to say like it would actually be Iris or Sea. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. We're so honored to be joining you for our conversation and just to be drinking some wine and just talking about business stuff. So thank you so much for having us. Oh, well, I always am very grateful and appreciative of anybody who comes on the podcast and comes to share their story because, you know, not everybody's story is easy. Not everybody has it, you know, and most of the people look less, if we're being real, real, if you come from community, a community of color, your life has probably not been all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. You've had some rough times. So I appreciate anybody who comes on here and is willing to share their story and share their time with me and our audience. Awesome. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, for a lot of us having any type of business or entrepreneurship, we're the first ones to do it. Some of us are the first ones to even go to college if if that's the, the path that we chose. And what makes it so hard is that we're figuring it out as we go. We don't have yes. anyone to like help us each step of the way. 
And that's the same thing with owning a business. Like I can't call my immediate family and be like, how I do this. Like I call my mom and ask her for cooking tips. We're trying yeah, to figure this same. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so, you know, it's so true. And in fact, um, I've, I've say that my whole life has been about figuring it out. Anytime somebody asks if I don't know how to do something, I'm like, literally my response is I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I don't know, but I'll figure it out. So totally, totally true. So before I give your bio, we always start with the wine. So would you like to share what you're drinking today? I would. So I'm drinking a red blend and it's by Braymar, B-R-A-Y-M-A-R. So one of my college girlfriends launched her own wine brand. Um, nice. I would say about three months ago. Oh, so, so it's new, new. Oh, it's new, new. And it is delicious. So she has a red blend and then she has a Chardonnay. And so I'm drinking red because I'm a red girl. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. Nice. Oh, I'm going to definitely need to get my hands on some and try it out. Uh, I am you having me. So Jessica, I'll hook you up. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I was and I'm drinking some say soles, say soles white blend. This is actually one of my very favorite white blends ever. This is one of my favorite white wines ever. They're out of Lodi. It's a Latino owned winery. I'm friends with the owner, Chris Rivera. And this one is. 40, 62% Alvarino, uh, 38% Grenache Blanc. So it is, oh my gosh, it is such a good wine, especially, you know, on a hot day and everything like that. So salud. Salud. And we have to share, you know, we're going to have to share our, our wine um, um, information with each other because that sounds delicious. Absolutely. I just, I just thought about something. The way that you pronounce my name, your listeners may think that, I'm Hispanic. <laughs> so, so festively is two ladies, Iris or Iris Josea. So I'm African American, <laughs> not mixed or anything. And then Patty um, Flores is from Mexico. And so just wanted to make that clarification. Hey, that's I'm, fine. I'm that's fine. Speaking Spanish. <laughs> and they're like, what? We're going to have your photo on the, on the cover too. So we like to make sure people know. I, and I actually, when your agency who I know, African Fifi, when they reached out and asked and I saw, and they, you know, and I saw who you guys were, I was like, yeah, absolutely. For sure. I think it's really cool having what you guys do. And we'll get into it in just a moment of what you guys do and everything. But I love having, I think it's always, I love when women come together and not only women, but women that come from communities of color. I love when we find our passion with each other and are there to support and uplift each other, because I think there's so many external things trying to keep all of our communities apart. That it's up to us to say, no, 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 this is not how it's going to be and find our commonalities, which we have way more of and really be there to support each other and say, look, we're going to rewrite. We're going to write the rules for ourselves. We're not going to let anybody else come in and tell us who we need to, how we need to act, who we need to associate with, what we need to do. 
sometimes that can be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on where you're getting the support. Right. And if you've really found yourself, because I think that happens particularly within the Latino community, I, there's this tendency to want to correlate to whiteness that does a lot of damage that you have to kind of unprogram yourself to truly be somebody who's going to uplift and support not only your community, but other communities as well. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> but I mean, you're right. I mean, but one thing that we always talk about is collaboration over competition and we, you know, we're in the events industry. There is enough business out there for all of us. I mean, yeah. there's no need for there to be competition. There's no need for there to be all these other things. But you're right. There, There's a whole marketing plan, right, that makes us want to assimilate and identify. And so I think it also starts at home. Um, I came from a family. I'm from Louisiana. And I came from a family that embraced diversity, right? If you look at my family, we look like a whole rainbow. And so... Um, just from as a kid and who my dad's best friend was and then who my friends were. And as we grew up, um, we had an opportunity to really learn other people's culture. And I'm usually curious when I meet someone that's different than me, you know, I want to go to your house and have dinner with you. <laughs> oh, I'm the same way. As soon as I find, I'm like, what? look, I like to eat. I'm not gonna lie. I like to eat. So my thing is as soon as somebody, like, as soon as I meet somebody totally different, you know, that especially if I've never had that type of food, I'm like, ooh, tell me about your food. Well, well let's <laughs> let's make something like I get so into it. I want I grew up obviously with a lot of Mexican food always around me, but I had a lot of Filipino friends. As an adult, I go back and think, I remember there was a distinct smell of those households, right? Just like I was like, that's probably what they would think coming to my house. <laughs> like there's probably a very distinct smell of our household but because that's what we grew up with totally don't think about it right yeah you're right in my household too right <laughs> <laughs> totally so now we have patty patty has joined us as well hello patty hi how are you guys doing we're good like perfect timing i see you twisting you're getting that you're pulling you're ready to get it ready to pull that cork I'm to kind of be discreet because I'm like, I'm sure you guys have already gotten started. So, yeah, we've barely yes. been gotten started. Actually, we're just like barely scratching the surface. We just did our cheers, but we will do another cheers with you. What oh, are you going to be drinking you. today? Because we already shared what we're drinking. Oh, perfect. Well, I actually looked on your website for some recommendations. And so I picked up a Seha. Yay! Yeah. Seha I Vineyards. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I um, I feel like I may have had it once before. We have a friend named, the last name is Seha, so I feel like he may have brought it once before, but many, a long time ago. But I'm looking forward to appreciating it all over again now that we get a chance to, to enjoy it together. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm super excited. Yes, I'm, I'm supposed to have them on the podcast soon to really talk about their story and everything. So oh, I'm I love so it. excited we have... Okay, so actually, Iris, let me ask you, your wine, your friend, is this a Black-owned winery? It is a Black-owned, woman-owned Black-owned winery. All right. Yes, love that. <laughs> so we have two Latino-owned wineries, 
in a black owned winery being represented today. Hey. That's right. I love it. <laughs> okay, now we can do a salute with all of us. Salud. Yes, salud. You can't even see mine because of the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. What are you what are you drinking? I am drinking Say Soles White Blend, oh. which is I have to read how much the Albarino white uh, the Grenache Blanc. It's 62% Albarino, 38% Grenache Blanc. And it, no joke, is one of my favorite white wines. Wow. I'm not not normally, like Iris, you said you're a red wine person. I'm definitely lean towards red wines. For summer, I like to to mix it up and stuff when it's hotter. But this wine is so good. This white wine is so good. And it's under $20. Nice. Yeah. It's like $19, I think, for the bottle. I love it. Yeah. It's out of Lodi, which is Lodi's, you know, another area of wine that I think people don't really think of when they think of wine. You know, especially in California, they think very much Napa. They think Basel, Santa Barbara. And there's just so much more. But yeah, super exciting. And how is that Saha wine? It's yummy. It's yummy. I was like, I cannot wait till I get home. I was in traffic. Oh, I got wine. And she's just waiting for me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I haven't even read your bios yet. So I'm going to read your bios and let's get into the chisme of festively. Patty Flores is an LA native and graduate of UC Santa Barbara with a BA in environmental studies and a background in tech. She is a Dodger fan for life. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a Padres fan. Those eyes rolling. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Wife and proud mom of two boys and a stepmom of a wonderful daughter. She loves making custom cocktails and can be found petting cats and dogs everywhere she goes. Look, I'm that person who says if if a pet doesn't like you, there's something wrong with you. Right. Like (laughs) animals know animals know. Pets and babies, sure no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, animals and babies. If they don't want to be around you, you're not my people. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Iris Hosea is from Louisiana and proud of her family ties. She is a graduate of Cal State Dominguez Hills with a BA in communications. She's planned events for family, friends, and Fortune 200 companies. She's a mom of two boys, wife, and loves exploring new recipes while dancing and singing as she cooks. Girl, I have that in common. I love to dance and sing when I cook and clean. I think that's just a, that's very much a Latino thing too. (laughs) Are you really cleaning if you're not having the music on and dancing? And I think that's how we try and make it fun. But when you're a kid and your mom wakes you up to, to, (laughs) you're like, this is not fun, but they try and make it fun by that, you know, with the music and everything. You both are the owners of Festively and I want to get into Festively and I'm going to share what it's about. And I'm just very curious how this all kind of came about. So let me share what Festively is about. On Festively.com, you can discover more than 100 plus event vendors ready to cater your event needs. Small businesses offer hands-on services and customization to fit your event theme while exceeding your expectations. I want to hear like prior to starting Festively, because I really, obviously, we wanted to talk about what you do. But prior to even starting this business, can you each share a bit about what your journey was prior to even coming to this point? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is Iris and I'll get started. I mean, we talked about earlier, you know, we come from humble <laughs> beginnings and, you know, it's always go to college, get education, get a good job, you know, for girls, get a family, have some babies and like, that's it. So I did all that, right? I, I went to college, I got married, I had my boys that, you know, started making six figures and I'm like, this cannot be all there is to life. And so um, I just had, uh, have always had like this entrepreneur spirit. Um, I had a travel agency years ago. I had started my own PR agency. So I was always starting and doing something else. And I just felt like there was so much more for me to do. And then in corporate America, Patty and I used to work together. And so we found ourselves, instead of talking about work, we were talking about our side hustles and what we were getting into. And, you know, we'll share more about it. Um, but that's really how we got how we got started. And, and we just have a passion, a shared passion for supporting women, a shared passion for supporting black and brown entrepreneurs and businesses and families and communities. And we wanted to bridge the talents that we, you know, have kind of the skills that we have into a business at the same time, be able to support our communities. I love that. Patty, tell me your side now, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, Iris uh, captured it beautifully and she's definitely the polished one. So thank you, Iris, for capturing that. I'll share for me similar in that, you know, raising a family and things like that. But my beginning was a little bit more rocky or not necessarily in that same order. I, uh, I went to college, I had an amazing time, uh, but my senior year of college, I found out that I was pregnant. I was the first one in my family to go away to school. And so I just felt this immense burden of disappointment for my cousins and, and you know, are my aunts going to let my cousins go away now because of what happened or what I did. And so right away, I went from being like, the world is my oyster to like, I've got to be responsible and figure out what, how to be, how to provide for my, my son and, you know, all of that stuff. So I ended up getting married and because I thought it was the right thing to do. And um, I had my son and I had another son. And I was doing um, the mom thing and, you know, kind of went straight into like corporate America. I cut my hair, like all the things I needed to do to just march on. And then um, sure enough, a year after my youngest son was born, maybe actually two years, um, I found out my ex was cheating on me, of course. Right. And I don't so, know if I get my eyes could roll back harder. <laughs> though, yeah. Seriously. I can see her eyes. They're rolling all the way back. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was trying to do everything I'm supposed to do. Like I wasn't, this wasn't what I picked, but I'm trying my hardest to like follow this path. And it just, you know, it wasn't working. And so I had to decide at that point, like I was still like mid twenties and I just knew that kind of like what Iris was sharing, like there's more to life, but it was in a different sense, you know, just about, you know, just me personally, like what's going to make me happy. Um, so I decided to leave, which was a big challenge, you know, big risk just because my, uh, my whole life was involved with this, with my old relationship. And I moved back near where my parents lived and I started all brand new. And it was kind of the beginning of that, that moment in time where I started to ask myself that question of like, what is my purpose, you know, and why are all these other people successful and happy? Like, 
why not me? You know, where's my life going? And, you know, so as a mom, you know, you have to put a lot of that aside because it's all about the kids and everything else. But as the kids started to get older, it was very much on my mind, like an itch I couldn't scratch. Like I really wanted to do something that aligned with my passions and that I also just wanted to like give it a go. Like, what am I capable of? So as Iris was mentioning, we would talk about that at work and what are you working on and what are you working on? And there was one um, summer one year where um, I had to plan three different parties back to back. It was uh, my son's high school graduation party. It was uh, my 40th birthday party. And then my girlfriend's bachelorette party in Cabo. And I only say that Cabo because it's really hard to plan something that's far away. (laughs) And what I found was that there was, it was really hard to plan celebrations. You can get ideas. There's a lot of images out there. There's a lot of things on Pinterest. But how do you know like which vendors near you offer those items or how do you get those cupcakes or that, you know, whole look? It, it made me think about how challenging it is at the time, especially where you had to make phone calls and wait for someone to get back to you and find out like what they actually had in inventory. Are they available? What's their price? And it was this really lengthy process. And it was around the time everything else was starting to be disrupted, right? Like Uber was disrupting the taxi industry and Airbnb was disrupting the hotel industry. And so we saw the party space as an opportunity of, you know, it's got a very manual process. Is there a way for us to add technology and think about how to make it easier for moms just like us uh, to plan celebrations? And it was this perfect kind of mesh because we love celebrations. We love to host and we love to problem solve. And, and we were looking for an opportunity really to, to pour our heart and souls into. And so that's when Iris and I teamed up and started Festively. Wow. Between both of you, I'm like, dang, that's awesome. Wine break. Time to refill that glass and come back for more Wine and Cheese Men. Hey, mi gente. Gold Peak Real Brew Tea is here to unleash your sense of try. All right. Can I be honest here? I'm not one who really drinks sodas. So if I'm not drinking water or wine, then you can usually find an iced tea in my hand. And since we're talking about unleashing my thirst to try something new, the next thing on my list is to go on a hot air balloon. The romance of seeing the world from that perspective makes my heart go pitter patter. And since my other half is afraid of heights, it's something that I will probably have to try by myself or with a group of friends. So mi gente, tell me, what is on your try list? To learn a new language, to travel someplace you've seen in a magazine, your favorite show? Maybe it's just trying to make some time to pamper yourself. Ignite new passions and rekindle new ones. So try Gold Peak then, try something else. Because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. Okay, mi gente, I'm going to spill a little chisme here. I actually met my significant other through an online dating app. Pero let's be real, meeting someone whether organically or through an app can be overwhelming. But with Chispa, it could get a little easier. Porque Chispa is the number one dating app of the Latinx community and allows us to be authentically ourselves. Sin filtros. Porque sometimes it's just easier to connect with someone who understands your background and culture. I know for me, having a partner in life who's Latino makes explaining some things 
well, honestly, I don't have to explain because he already knows. So create your own profile to attract tu novia or novia for right now or tu cariño por vida and meet other Latinos who share your roots and are just as proud of where they come from. So next time your tías start asking, ¿y el novio o la novia? Or they just want to set you up on a blind date. Just download Chispa to meet your papacita or mamacita that you can bring to your family parties. O nunca sabe, something amazing could come out of it. Check out the Chispa and tell your single friends too. It's free. Every time I'm talking to somebody, as they're saying stuff, 50 million more questions like start filling my <laughs> head, right? But before I ask some of those, one thing you guys, like, Patty, you come from the tech space from previously. Iris, you come from the communication space. Where did you guys work that you worked together? <laughs> Do we say it? Because <laughs> we still no. work there. <laughs> You still do or don't? We still do. Oh, you still do. You still work yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we don't work together. So I believe in like faith and things happen for a reason and all of this other stuff. So we work for a large fortune 500 company, right? You can pick any company, right? They all corporate America right. all operates the same. And I got laid off, right? For no reason. Could have probably had a lawsuit out of it, but that's not the journey I wanted for myself. And then I got a chance to work in another department. And at that time, I, Patty was my boss. And so that's why we had the opportunity to talk so much because we would have one-on-ones to talk about work, but then we'd be like, okay, how's work? It's great. What are you working on <laughs> <laughs> outside of work? And through that, you know, I just feel like being in that space. Um, so I came for PR, so planning corporate events, working in corporate America, and we were doing corporate events together just by default, right? Because a lot of times people in corporate America are doing these events that it's not really a part of their job. So they just take the list somebody used last year. And so when you are a small business and you're on the outside thinking, how do I break through and get in corporate America? Who do I call, right? If you have a corporation that has 15,000 people, how do I get myself into that? And part of our mission too is to help break those barriers for small businesses because we already have those connections in corporate America. We're part of organizations, you know, of people that write the checks. And so helping, helping small businesses get themselves ready professionally to stand in front of a corporate client and say, I can serve you and build those relationships and get and get inside those doors is part of our mission as well, because we've been on both sides. No, it's so true. Actually, when I worked, um, guy, this is forever ago, my for, within my first week of working for DART, which is Dallas Area Rapid Transit. And I was and I um, it was the 20th anniversary of the light rail system or whatever, maybe it was 25th, 30th, I don't know, something, an anniversary. And within a week, they're like, they had planned all of these anniversary parties for everywhere except headquarters, <laughs> completely forgot oh. about headquarters that they were going to throw this anniversary. So my boss was like, oh, Jessica can do it. I had a week, <laughs> a week to plan an anniversary party for 500 people. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, I didn't have a list, but I was literally asking people like, OK, where yeah. can I go for this? Where can I go for this? Where can I go for this? And it was based on obviously people that they had worked with before. So if there was new things that had come out or new, I wouldn't have known because I'm going directly to these other people. So I understand what you're saying. 
by the way, it did come out a success, whatever. But cheers to that. Yes. The fact (laughs) that they're like, oh yeah, just took it again. I was telling Iris that my whole, I feel like my whole career has been like, I'll figure it out. That yeah. was definitely an I'll figure it out moment. <laughs> Jessica, you need to plan a party for five, a celebration for 500 people here at headquarters. Oh, okay. I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> but think about it, right? If you would have had like festively.com, Jessica, and you would have been like, I need bloop, 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 bloop. Or you could have called Patty and Iris. This is what I need. And we would have like helped you out. So we know that the struggle is real. And so we are here to kind of help that. Yes. So speaking of like the vendors and the opportunity, which I think is so important, first of all, it's so important that there are opportunities for women owned and um, underrepresented, you know, underrepresented communities that are um, that are there that they get the same you know, obviously they can't always get the same exposure because they don't always have the same resources, but to have a place that they can get that exposure is very, very important. How do you guys find your vendors? First of all, walk me through, if I wanted to have a celebration, walk me through what I would have to do when I go to festively.com. How does it all work? We've actually found that our mission is to make sure that we build the technology just like other, you know, Airbnb for you to go and find what you want online. So you would essentially go and say, I need cakes or cookies. You would put them in and then you would find vendors that are within your geographic area. However, we're finding that some people are also used to the handholding. When you're in corporate America, you want to call somebody that gets everything done for you. And so we've been able to kind of adapt our business model to serve people online and then offer our consulting service to assemble all of that for you in real life as well. And so you would go online and you can find all that you need, availability, geographic location, timing, book it, pay your deposit or request for a quote or just actually outright buy it and have it shipped to you if it's one of those items. And then if you call us, we'll spend some time with you understanding, like we have a client now that's having a gala for 250 people. They have no idea what they want. They want to do something new. They want to do something different, but they want to make sure that they're incorporating black and brown vendors in their event. And so we would put together a proposal for them on how and everything that they can find um, through festively vendors in our community and our network in order for their event to, so I'm making a recommendation of an event planner, of a baker, of a DJ, balloons, marquee letters, decor, and also experiences. If you want wine tasting, if you want to have your guests do paint and sip, if you want your guests to do other interactive activities, our community can bring you everything you need for your celebration. Patty, what do you want to add? My mind is going all over. I'll say two things. One is, do you remember from um, coming to America and then there was that store, McDougal's? Yes. <laughs> That's okay. our favorite movie, by the way. I love, okay. <laughs> I love that movie. That's one of the movies. If it is on, I will stop. I will always right? watch it. Yes. Well, us too. We're the same way. So anyhow, I just think about McDougal's and it's just, it's a, okay. You know, he says McDonald's has the, you know, Whatever. Golden arches. The golden yeah, arches. The golden arcs. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that's like us, right? We see all these experiences and other sites and we're like, we need that. And we need that. So we're not um, above like looking at what our best practices in other industries and bringing that in from a technology perspective. So like you go to Etsy right now and you're looking for something custom gift, like we'll have a similar interface and then we're like, Oh, but yeah, Airbnb, you can search by address and see what's available. Like we want that like, Oh, but you know, when you go to Uber eats, it shows it right away. Like, okay, we want that, you know? And so when you, when you ask about what's on festively.com, it really is, you know, we're trying to bring together like a lot of the conveniences from other industries and make apply that to party planning. And a lot is, you know, trial and error as we work with our vendors, these amazing small businesses, our first launch, our first iteration, we were so proud of, and they were like, but it doesn't, you know, what if I, I get the online part, but what if I only work with quotes? Like I, I give a quote. Okay. You know? And so we take a lot of their feedback. We re we incorporate it into what we do and then we iterate. That's where like the tech side of me comes into play because I've worked in that space and I, I know how to kind of iterate and constantly check and things like that. But at the end of the day, we really want people to be able to have a great celebration for somebody that they love. That's what it's all about. People are planning parties with someone in mind. They're thinking like, what's going to make my mom like just so excited and so surprised? Like, I really want to wow her. What can I do? to make that happen. Or like, I really want to bring a really special gift to a housewarming or something like that. Like, I think I'm so proud of them for doing that. Um, and so we try to really channel that and think about what we can do to really help make a celebration come to life. So it's a tall order, you know, we're only, you know, us two and we're, you know, doing some really great things. So we've got really big plans and we're so excited but yeah, we're, we're really trying to make sure that it's a really great experience for anyone that's trying to host a party. And, and to Iris's point, you know, a lot of that is online, but a lot of that just, you know, takes a phone call. But my, um, my girlfriend really loves this kind of music. Like, okay, I got the perfect DJ for you. You're going to love her. She's amazing. And we're happy to help. That's my mom. Like I, I yeah. definitely have planned parties and I have to figure out things and stuff like that. But my mom is that person where she's like, no, I have somebody for chairs. No, I have somebody for this. No, I have somebody for like, she, my, that's for sure my mom. That's our biggest competition is the Thea's. The Thea's always say, I got this. You don't need to go and spend all that money. I'll do the flowers. And I'm like, okay. And then you're like, well, oh yeah, no. For, who was, oh, actually this was for my, my, um, my sister loves doing flower arrangements. So she'll go to LA Cause my parents live in orange County. So yeah. she'll go to LA and go to the flower markets and stuff. But then she puts all of us to work of how she yeah. wants it arranged. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I am not here to work. <laughs> but when you work, well, you know, when you're in, you know, a Latino family, actually most everyone like that. Yeah. You, you get put to work. I've, Oh yeah. You know, I go to my Laotian friend's house. If I know when, if I want to help out, I get there on time. Yeah. If I don't want to help out, I get there an hour too late. <laughs> but, you know, that's how we show our love, right? We show our love by helping coming together. When it's someone's celebration, we're like, all right, what do we need? What can we do? What, what, how can we be there? And so we're not, we recognize that. That's what we do for our families and, and everything else. So we, we, it's like you get in or you fit in, right? Like we come yeah. in, you may need, you may have everything else, but you need that bartender 
or you may have everything else, but you need this. And that's really, you know, we're here to connect. We're here to help you have a great party and really share these amazing vendors. So yeah, all types of parties, you know, the DIYs to like the big stuff that's we're here for it all. And then in the age of social media, right, everybody's trying to level up their celebration. And so you'll see something online and you're like, oh, I want that. Right. And so you'll look like, oh, where is that vendor located? You're like, damn, Dallas. Okay. Where is that vendor located? <laughs> Virginia. Like, wait, <laughs> where is the person in LA? Where is the person in Southern California that I can get to do that for me? And sometimes it's hard to, you know, you can't search geographically on Instagram. And so um, sometimes it's really hard for you to kind of find that vendor to do it just perfectly. And, you know, I would hate for you to go to the local person who says, I can do it just like that. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I because then you then you get then you're gonna get that Instagram picture of an Instagram. It's gonna be a fail. Like, <laughs> We've seen a lot of fails. Yeah, so, it's so, a good story, but it's a lot of fails. Yeah. yeah, in the moment you're not, you're mad and you're upset yeah. and you're sad afterwards. You know, hopefully you can laugh at about it and everything. But that's why I don't try. Like I'm not a baker. My sister, the one that does the flour, like she's mm-hmm. a baker. She can do all of that. She can act. She's very creative in that way. She can do that. I am very much like my mom, like, okay, yes, I can make it happen. I can, I can find somebody to do it, to make it look like it needs to look, but I am not that person. Cause I will be the, uh, like if I would be that equivalent of the person trying to decorate a cupcake and it looks like a melting something. I don't know. (laughs) You don't want me decorating. (laughs) She's like, I know where my place is at. (laughs) I know my strengths. I know my limits. (laughs) I think, but so many people do, you know, do DIY things or they want to, they don't know where, like you said, where to go, how, one of the things that we were talking about is you guys really want to support you, you ladies, sorry. It's a Cal, I think it's a California thing. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. Yeah. Uh, You guys are, we're all around the same age. So I know you get it. If you were like the Gen Z might be like, I'm not a guy. Right. I'm apparently (laughs) my friend ran into that. Somebody said, you guys, you got to move up. We're not guys. Oh Lord. Um, I'm going to refill my glass. (laughs) Yes. Refill your glass. So where do you find the vendors? Do you vet the vendors? How do you find the people that you want to ensure are featured on your website? One and two, how do you make sure that these are the people that you want on your website? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that's the fun part of our job, right? Because now you want to taste their food and you want to taste their cookies and you want to taste their cupcakes. (laughs) I had to go to the IE today, right? And oh, those who don't know, IE is the Inland Empire, (laughs) is Riverside, (laughs) San Bernardino, like the, you know, the whole, it's just, it's just the area. If you know, you know. (laughs) so there's this vendor that i've been following on instagram and so when i got out there i was like oh you know she's only 15 minutes away i was like let me stop by introduce her introduce myself give my business card and then sample all these you know cookies that she's been putting on instagram so 
And of course, you can take a video and eventually post it on our Instagram stories. But that's the beauty of it, right? Because we are watching people on Instagram. We're going to networking events. We're going to pop-ups. We're constantly, and I'm an extrovert. I love interacting and networking with people and getting to meet people and tasting all different kinds of foods. And so we spend a lot of our time working in the Southern California Edison, um, Southern California area now so much just to make sure that we have an opportunity to meet all these vendors. So it's really us networking, um, looking on social media, word of mouth, and us just being strategic and vigilant on making sure that we're getting out there um, and finding out who everyone is. We're part of professional associations. We're part of different types of other communities so that we can make sure that we are bringing the best vendors in, right? And so then we're getting to know them, have personal relationships with them, understand their story. And then through that process, we're getting to find out what their, could say like their capabilities are, right? The vetting process. How many events can you do? What, you know, other people in the community are saying about them? What's our personal experience with them? And then, you know, really just getting to know what they can do. So by the time we start to recommend them to a client, you know, we'll know this vendor can maybe take a small meeting and this vendor can maybe do larger scale galas. And so all of that is a little complex, but through our experience, and I think our background in corporate America really helps us be strategic about that part of the business, right? Because now you're getting into the nooks and crannies of business ownership and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is real work. <laughs> right? This not just fun anymore. This is like real work. <laughs> For example, maybe, and I'm just throwing something out there, right? Maybe somebody's like, hey, I want to be part of your website. Like, for example, I've had people want to be part of the podcast that I've had to turn down because this podcast is really about highlighting and amplifying voices across communities of color. And I've had to tell people there's a lot of space for you out there. This is not your space. Have you had to turn down vendors because they are not part of who you want to ensure you're giving opportunities to? I'll share a little bit about that. And it's been an evolution for us because when we first started we actually started during COVID. <laughs> Technically, oh, I was like, to right ask before, you were talking about. I was like, so I yeah, was going to ask. Yeah. 2019, our big year was going to be 2020, right? Just like everyone else. Um, yeah. 2020, so, I said, is the year of vision. I still, it still <laughs> is, was the year of vision. And yeah. it just opened our eyes in very different ways than we all thought. You're absolutely right. I think it was. Uh, we got a lot of blessings from, from that time. And a big part of that was that a lot of the vendors were not working. And so we had a great opportunity to really get to know them. And that helped to shape a lot of how we can be of service. But we did our very first like big push was a, um, we did a holiday gift guide and we did eight styled scenes with uh, over a hundred vendors and kind of pulled all these things together, but everyone and their mama wanted to participate. Right which was great. But at the same time, uh, we were doing like this gift guide portion. We were thinking custom gifts. And I can still remember this one gal who did like baby onesies. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> maybe it could be part of a kid's gift guide. And we were just struggling to like kind of piece it together. Like it's kind of far away from like what we're trying to do. But what that really did was help us to, to get more clear within ourselves. Like, who are we trying to serve? 
both sides. Who are we trying to serve from a customer standpoint? And then who are we trying to serve from a business standpoint? And it was actually really exciting because, you know, to Iris's point, we, we just realized that there are so many small businesses out there that are really wanting to level up and, and grow their business. And we could see an opportunity where we could help them to, to reach their goals. So actually this year, we launched a community. So we have our website, which is great. And that's, you know, one thing. But we launched this community on the side where it's a couple of things. It's education, it's networking, and it's fun. And so we've built, so we're still building, but we do these like, um, like monthly educational seminars on getting uh, the business attorney and a marketing expert and a stylist on how to take great photos and just really working with people to help them to understand what they want to learn, what they want to get better at, what's going to help them with their business. And it's actually all aimed at kind of putting together a roadmap. So we've actually been working on like this roadmap that says like, how does a business get from, you know, just getting started, they're passionate about something, they really can't wait to take it to the next level. They don't know where to go. And we want to be there to help them get to that next level and figure out like how, where, how they can do it and collaborate. That's a huge part of getting better is working with other vendors. If you're a florist, working with another florist to actually see how do they do invoices? How do they, you know, prepare the night before? What is it that they do, you know, to get new clients? So we do a lot of collaborations, not just like getting people together to host one party, like big, big collaborations. Like let's get the balloon stylists together and figure out how they can figure out how they can, you know, figure out their inventory together and things like that. So it's kind of a longer question or answer to your question in like the vetting part, because we recognize not everyone's going to be like ready for prime time right away. And that's okay. We recognize that we want to help them work with them. And what, that's where Iris was saying, we can recommend them for smaller parties, right? We know you, we know what you're ready for. And then there's some that are like, just like on it, on fire. And we're like, all right, are you ready? Because if you're ready, we're going to take you all to like, we're going to shop you around to all these other places. And it's like, when you said, are you ready? I guess, are you ready? Yeah, we should fully record ourselves saying that. Um, but that's kind of like what we do. We call ourselves matchmakers in a lot of ways. Like I know we talked about the technology, but at the end of the day, we're talking about people. And when it comes to not only like what a client wants, but then what a business wants. Some people start a business because they want to just have a little bit of extra income. They don't want all the burdens of, you know, all these orders all the time, being busy all the time. They just want a little extra income, fill their passion. And we need to know that because otherwise we're going to send them down a path that they're not going to be happy. So our vetting process is kind of multi-layered. It starts off with kind of getting to know what their goals are. We're observant enough to kind of see how they rank in terms of like processes and things like that. But, you know, it's the beauty of being small, right? We can actually work with a lot of people directly and see how we can help them. And, and it's just so much fun. And that's super important. I love that you guys have are, are creating these personal relationships because it's very hard for people when they are looking for something like you said, is it going to come out the way I want, you know, type of thing. And to go through a website that, you know, they know 
what these people are capable of. And if I want something, it'll probably come out the way that I, it'll come out the way that I want. Right. Not like, you know, they won't get the Jessica version of a cupcake with a half melted tasting, <laughs> right. They'll get a fully formed, beautiful cupcake that I could only dream of. <laughs> Absolutely. Why is it so important? I mean, I know why it's so important, but why for you both is it so important to really give these opportunities to women and minority owned businesses in regards to having this, this space, whether it's something they can deal with on a large or even a small scale, even if it's just something where it's a family owned business that they want to do small parties or whatever for you. I mean, obviously being Latina and being a black woman and being a Latina woman, it's very personal, but not everybody uses what they do to do what you're doing. So why did you guys make sure when you took this on, this was part of what your mission and vision was? I would say for me personally, you know, it's been ingrained in me since I was a kid, right? To embrace and love everyone, but also be proud of who you are. And as you start to get older and as you know, you start to work in corporate America and then you become a mom, you have this awareness of what's happening in the world. Then you think about, okay, I want to, Patty said, I want to be successful. Why not? But at the end of the day, what you were instilled with as a child is not only look out for yourself, but look out for others. And others can be your immediate family. Others can be your community. Others could be other people who are understanding and going through the struggle with you. And so I don't have a, you know, textbook answer. It's just who I am. If, you know, I'm the- Carol, we don't need textbook <laughs> answers. I just want your answer. <laughs> I want textbook <laughs> answer. <laughs> it's just who I am. I mean, from all the things that I've been exposed to and traveling and going through rites of passage with my family and understanding all the, you know, getting to know all the people that my brother married, my sister married, and being part of all these other communities and families I want to be a part of something that's going to help more than just myself. I'm not a selfish person. So whatever I do is got to help others. Even, even in the community in my little cul-de-sac, like we are a family. <laughs> that's just how I, yeah, that's just how I approach life. Like how do we help others? But at the end of the day, when you look at the statistics of successful women businesses and successful minority owned businesses, the data is there. Like we're somebody has to do something. And if if everybody isn't going to do something, we're going to do it at a grassroots level. And guess what? If, if enough of us come together and do it, we're going to see the change that we want to be. And if, you know, we're helping 100 women, then 200 and then 300 then 400. Guess what? That's part of our story. That's one more than would have been helped some other place. And so why not do our part? That's my question. Like, why not? And then I'll add else to add. Yeah, I do. I mean, for me, for me, I think it's a little bit more intentional. And I think it kind of uh, goes back to like when I when I went to college, I went to to UC Santa Barbara. And that was I grew up in Montebello, Rosemead area, like in LA. And everyone a major culture shock. 
Okay, so <laughs> I didn't really know I was Mexican until I went. <laughs> Which sounds really dumb, right? But like, it was just everyone around me was was looked like me or I whatever, mainly me, right? You know. And oh, I've heard it, that so many times. Really, truly, really? I have heard that so many times. And you know what? I've heard it more from Latinos than from a lot of my black friends. I've heard the culture shock was more for them. I don't know yeah. why I want to like, <laughs> I want to have a round table now and be like, why was the culture shock for us? Like, and I know, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Continue. Just, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know either. I mean, we could talk all about that too, but I think it was for me, it was anyhow. I was just, I was there and it was just very aware of the difference and the difference in opportunity. And a lot of the people that I got to know in college and love and I'm still friends with and everything else came from very humble beginnings and they were the superstar in their family, right? And then you go to college and everyone has been traveling through Europe over the last summer and have can, can reference this art piece because they saw it firsthand and all these things that were just so like, Oh, like I, you know, I thought I was like, good, you know, and then I, you just start to compare. Yeah, yourself I thought I like, was worldly, but never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it's, I think it's just, that's when like the insecurities kind of set in and then you just can't help but compare yourself to other people. And I think that's what happens when anyone starts their business is, you automatically compare yourself with someone who's established has been there many years, has all these connections and it can be really discouraging. And that's a big part of our, like part, like our community element of it is like, you are exactly where you need to be. Everyone starts somewhere. Let's connect you with somebody. But even before that, I would say like, like when we did those, that style shoot that I was telling you the holiday style shoot, we could choose to pick just the regular old holidays, but we added what we celebrate or what we wanted to celebrate. So we had uh, Dia de los Muertos drive-by. Remember, that's my birthday. Drive. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! We have to help you celebrate. <laughs> we'll send you some cookies. But like a whole Dia de los Muertos drive-by celebration, drive-by birthday celebration, and it was yeah, that those are two different things. Exactly, <laughs> you remember we're talking twenty twenty. It was an important thing back then. Um, but anyhow, it was like popping, like it was so fun and beautiful and culturally, uh, like it wasn't like not a joke, but like it was beautiful and we loved putting it together and our people love putting it together. And it was just for us. And then we did a kids friends giving, but we did a, a Las Posadas style shoot, which, you know, that's not what anyone else would pick. Right. But we wanted to celebrate, like, this is something that's really meaningful for us in the holidays. And then we actually did a Kwanzaa style shoot as well. And so for us, it's like, we want to normalize our fabulous parties. We are known for having the most amazing cultures. We love to celebrate. We love to have a great time. And we should be really proud of all the great entrepreneurs that are coming out of our community. So we just want to amplify them and really put them in the spotlight because a lot of other people get those opportunities. Where, let's say it's a style shoot or a collaboration or a collaboration with the, with the company, you know, where they want to do some type of a, a, what is it, an activation or things like that. And yes, you can go to work with the biggest company or maybe the cheapest company or something like that. 
And that's where we're trying to put our vendors in front of those opportunities and say, hey, you know, maybe you have someone to do all these things, but maybe you need a florist that is an up and coming florist and has a whole new like perspective on it. And they're amazing. Or, you know, it could be a, a networking event. We, we, Iris especially spends a lot of time at networking events. And we're in these rooms with really supportive white women, right? <laughs> Mainly white women. There's other cultures, but they're very supportive. They actually want to support us. So we're going to bring to them people that are going to be, um, that they can work with. So whether that's swag or um, custom gifts or things like that, we're, we're presenting to them people that we really believe in. So there's a little bit of satisfaction, I think, for me, where I'm like, yes, you know, like we're <laughs> just getting in there. And it just feels really good to be able to present our vendors in that way. And by the way, we're, we're creative, but we just like bow down to all the creative entrepreneurs out there. Like we there know our so space. Many. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's some people that can look at a room and be like, I would do this and I would do this and I would do this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all right, I just want people to feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so many, you know, everyone talks about being environmentally conscious, right? People are community conscious. I mean, they want to give back locally and for whatever, you know, positive or negative ways we look at social media, it's really been a way for people to learn and be exposed to other cultures. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when Patty says, oh, we were doing La Posada or we were doing this, like someone's going to be like, oh, yeah, I saw that on TikTok or I saw that on Instagram. Right. So now you have like this bridge for us to embrace more cultures and be more open to diversity. And I think that it's a great time for us to do what we're doing because right. She says, we do have champions in the room that are white women, that are white men that are ready to come and work with us and work with our community. And we're just been so um, appreciative of that. But at the end of the day, like you said, Patty says it's intentional. Um, and then I say, you know, why not? And so you bridge those two together and we're just out there fearlessly promoting everybody. So you guys say you cover this, do you cover the entire Southern cat? Like where are your, where are your boundaries in regards to where people can find vendors in Southern California? And I know a couple of people have popped in my head that I was like, oh, I know you guys send them our way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm We're located man. in the San Gabriel Valley and Patty lives in the San Fernando Valley. And so that's where we kind of started, right? With that community. Now we're branching out because we want to expand not only across SoCal, um, but also in other states, because again, it's a website. So it doesn't have to live in one particular location. Where are you going to say, Patty? I forgot, but I'm just going to add to that, that the goal is definitely, you know, world domination. Like that would be amazing to have uh, an opportunity to, for anybody in any area to find their local fabulously talented baker or balloon stylist and be able to book them right on the spot. But for now we are LA based and our kind of regions like kind of stop like Ventura ish and, and then Orange County ish. But okay, yeah, well, let me tell you we'll in San Diego, there. I have like a goodies person, like, you know, a goodies yeah. person. I have a photo booth person for you. I have a florist for you. I already have people that I know I could send over your way to. So, yes, yes, yes. yes. We get, we get requests all the time. Um, someone's going to Las Vegas for a bachelorette party. I need a great 
someone to style the room or a great cake. Uh, I'm in San Francisco. I want to, or someone's in San Francisco. I want to send them balloons. Like it's just how we do it. Like we, we show love where by sending something a lot of times. And so absolutely. We love to be connected with vendors in your network for sure. So I think a question that people might have is like, is there a cost for this service? How do you ladies make money? Because obviously you're putting a lot of work into this. So you can't just give everything away for free. You need to be able to be getting something back. So how do you recoup those costs? Yeah, that's a really good question. So we are, um, our website is subscription based. And so for the businesses that are part of the website and part of our network, we invite them to come on um, at three levels, right? So if you go with the first plan, you can list your products and services on our website and then we'll just take a portion like any other marketplace. So we'll take 7% and then um, 3% comes out of Stripe. So to you as the vendor, that would be 10%. But then if you sign up for our monthly plan or our annual plan, our monthly plan is $29. And then our annual plan is $299, which in turn for you per month is about $25. Then we waive that 7% fee that we charge. And now you're just paying this annual subscription. And if you, you know, or a photo booth or a DJ or a caterer, if you book one gig with us, you're probably going to recoup that $299 in one gig at the most two gigs. And so you're getting your return on investment almost immediately after you working with your first client referral from us. And then one thing we've also realized is that some people don't even know where to start. And so we invite them to book a consulting service with us, um, an hour, $200, and then we can curate. We're kind of like, you know, I love the word concierge. We're like party concierge. <laughs> and I like the word matchmakers, but we're different. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get, I just like know. the word party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We can agree on that one. <laughs> and so you can have some time with us, right? Because our time is, is valuable. And we, and that wasn't part of our original business model. But the consulting part is what we've been doing for so many people. And we found that it could possibly be another part of our revenue. And so that's something that we also charge. So we're not, you know, extremely expensive. We know we're modestly priced. But at the end of the day, if we are working with these small businesses, um, you know, a lot of times their income is going into all the inventory that they need and they're still trying to grow. So we're not trying to like capitalize on that. It's on us as business owners, as we grow to figure out additional revenue streams through, um, down the line. So it's paid by the vendors, not by the people who are actually seeking the services. That is correct. Yes. So one thing I, th I want to point out is that we're all probably approximately around the same age. We all check the same box, I'm assuming. And I think that so many times... When you get to a certain age, or I feel like before, when you got to a certain age, it was like, oh, well, this is it. And I just want to point out that you amazing ladies were like, this is not it. Yes, we still work our job, but we found something we love and we want to be able to use it. And you're not, I, anytime somebody, because I'm the same way, like I didn't find, I didn't start my podcast till I was in my forties and I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not know? How did I not do this before? Like, <laughs> like it was the first time that I did something that felt so unbelievably natural. So natural. In fact, that when I told my mom and my parents that I was doing this, they were like, 
makes sense. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. Because I was like, yeah, 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 I hear that's perfect for you. (laughs) And sometimes it's scary as we get older, we don't, we're not as fearless as we are when we're in our twenties. So I just want to say like, I, how does that make you feel knowing that you are starting this, you're, you know, at an older age, not old by any means, like I said, but just at an age where you have life experience behind you. I think we forget that that actually can work so well for us that we forget, you know, that we should use that. So do you guys look at this like, oh my gosh, this is where we could go. This is where we could do. And where do you want to eventually see festively as far as world domination? <laughs> I'll start. And I say that just because I've been thinking about this a lot. Exactly what you just said, Jessica, like starting a, a passion project or a business later in life, as I like to say, is you can let the, the kind of the thoughts come into your head like, oh, you know, I should have done this a long time ago and all these other things. But there's so much beauty in starting a passion project later in life. One you don't have as much time. So you're so much more efficient with what you choose and how you choose to spend your time that you are focused. You know, you are not going to let something kind of you very intentional, like you're not going to let something new come into your life unless you know, one, you're really committed to it. And then two, like you can actually spend the time doing it and you want to spend the time doing it. There's a lot of nights and weekends that Iris and I work and it has to be something that you're passionate about. If you, you know, start earlier in life, it's so easy. I think maybe, I don't know if it's easy, but I would imagine it'd be easier to just give up when it gets hard. And as we're older and doing it, we're, we, we choose, we, when I asked Iris to be my business partner, she did not answer me for like two weeks. I was like, I thought it was like a slam dunk. And she was like, I spoke to my advisors. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are your advisors, Iris? Or is that, is that your family? <laughs> it's a combination. So I was in the middle of my MBA program. So I was getting my master's in business administration. So, and I just had my second baby. So I had a lot already going on. And so it would have been, I have to give up something, right? I couldn't give up the baby. So I said, <laughs> am I going to give up? <laughs> So am I going to drop out of, you know, drop out of my master's program and get real world experience? And then I had to have a heart to heart with my husband because I said, you know, this is something that I want to do. I don't know where it's going to take us. And, you know, that means long nights or weekends. And so that means our relationship is going to have to sustain this challenging times. Um, So, you know, that's also another thing to take into consideration when you do these things when you're older, right? If you have little kids, if you have a spouse, if you have other responsibilities, you can't just always jump in so easily. There's other people that, you know, and I, you know, my husband tells me I always make these decisions without consulting with him. So I wanted to make sure that I had his support um, with this one. And, you know, like you said, starting later in life, you have, other things to consider when you're younger you're like oh let's do it let's try it oh i can you know when i was younger i started business i went to africa for a month right and i'm like oh because i have nothing or no one to come back to i didn't have a job (laughs) (laughs) it's all right i'll figure it out like i'll figure it out and so you just 
but there's a lot of wisdom that comes with that, right? There's a lot of experience. And like Patty say, you know how to better use your time. You know how to better, you know, nurture these relationships, but we're still figuring it out as we go. It's a little easier because we have each other to lean on, but my heart goes out there to those who's just one person and they got to figure out budgeting. They got to figure out finances and they got to do sales and they got to do fundraising and they got to, you know, all these other things to be an entrepreneur is not for the faint at heart. And I think that there's something in entrepreneurs that's not in everybody else, right? It's some kind of a drive. It's some kind of fearlessness. It's some kind of um, motivation, self-motivation, right? Self-preservation that you have. And I have so much respect for anyone who does anything above what their family has probably, um, you know, path they've laid out for them. You know, our parents didn't lay this path out for us. Absolutely. No, it's, it's very, very true. Um, I think anytime I'm not gonna lie, Today, I called Africa and I was like, mm, can we do you think we can maybe move this tomorrow? Because I've been like sick and I was like, I, I just want to be like show up for my full self. But I didn't hear back from her. And I was like, it's six o'clock. Got to get on. I got to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm so, so glad. I'm so glad because I'm having such a wonderful time with you ladies. What do you so where do you see like what is the next step? Because obviously to get to world domination, you gotta, you gotta (laughs) dominate the little things here and there. Right. What is the next step for you guys? And in your quest for world domination party planning. Before we answer that, Jessica, I just want to recognize you for that moment. Right. Because that's just, that's every day, right? Some days you don't feel like doing this or some days you are sick or some days you feel this way. And then you, persevere. And so I just want to recognize you for making that choice, right? And pushing through it. Because sometimes those situations that we don't want to go to or that networking event we don't want to go to, we end up meeting someone that changes our life or, you know, you say it was really worth your time. So I just want to recognize you for for stepping into this the way you did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wine, the wine helps. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to try the one you just recommended. But yeah, I, I told, wholeheartedly agree with Iris. And that was part of kind of the, the theme of just, you know, later in life is, you know, I hopefully you've seen enough challenges in your life that you know you can get through this. You know, when you're younger it's again, easier to give up or when you're younger, you have to go through this and you prove that to yourself. And then later on, you're like, you know what? I did that. I'm, I was hard. I did that. I could do this. I know I could do this. You know? So you always have to be your own cheerleader. And so thank you for being your own cheerleader today and showing up for us because we really, really appreciate it. When it comes I, to like world domination though, if you want yes. to just talk, yes, touch I want to know that. your next steps. To I world know. Domination. I'd say for us, it's really funding. At this point, you know, we've self-funded. We had a, a, a friends and family around, which has been phenomenal. And then we did a, we received a grant from the Boss Network, which is fabulous. And we're constantly trying to like figure out ways to like plan our next move. But with any startup, you're investing a lot more than you're bringing in. It's just because you're constantly reinvesting and you have to stay up to date with everything and uh, pay for all the different marketing elements and everything else. Like, you know, it's just, it's part of being in business. It's what we signed up for. Um, and so as we look at that, it's like the next phase really is looking at more of the, 
like the actual funding element of things, which is very scary because those are like really big dollars and you have to like really produce and it's a whole other level of commitment. But at the end of the day, if that's going to get us to, you know, a nationwide footprint of being able to scale what we do, um, you know, across the U.S. and add a ton more features that are going to be so beneficial to our community and have all these wonderful community and, and um, business types of events that are going to help our businesses grow. That's really our mission at the end of the day is to help these businesses grow. It's worth it. And so all of that nervousness, you know, kind of gets put aside and we get really laser focused on what we need to do to get to the next level. So wish us luck as we kind of get into that next phase of what we're trying to do, which is, you know, totally foreign to us, but we're going to need a lot more of this wine to get us through. <laughs> well, don't worry. As you saw, I have an entire directory of lots yes. of wine that you can use to get you through. I love your directory. Is the wine that you were drinking tonight on your directory? Uh, the yes. So it goes okay. by uh, the wine, like the the yeah the region. The the region. So say Solis is on there. Yeah, I love your sure. we're a website already. I, I oh, have a lot of fun thank so far. You. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I I swear I need to update it. More needs to be on there. Um, how do people find you? I know it's festively dot com. Like the word festive. F-E-S-T-I-V-E, Lee, L-Y.com. And how can they find you on your social media? Yeah, they find us um, on all of all the media platforms. We have so festively, S-O, and then festively, F-E-S-T-I-V-E-L-Y. So we're on Twitter, Facebook, um, most active on Instagram, TikTok. We are Pinterest. Pinterest, absolutely Pinterest. We are everywhere. And so just look for us under So Festively um, on all our social media platforms. We're posting on a regular basis and we invite you to follow us and interact with us. No, absolutely. Like, I think it's, I, I don't know if I've ever gone to a website where it's kind of like all encompassing where you can kind of find it. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys grow and SoCal domination first, right? <laughs> Dominate slowly. I E O C You got it. You got to get them all in there. You know, the whole CA. Yes. We're about to start throwing up our signs, everybody. <laughs> I think we're just showing the impacts of the wine, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yes, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys just grow and grow because I think it is very important. Like, it is really nice to have kind of one place where you can go. And especially if you're somebody who wants to support women owned or a minority owned businesses to be able to go to a place that you know already supports that already highlights those businesses. I think it just makes it so much easier. That's why I'm always telling people like, you know, if there's a directory, if there's a whatever, like go there first because you know that they've done the work, right? They've done the work. Same with, you know, the directory that I have of Latino owned wineries based in the U S like this, is the first directory of its kind, but Go there if you want to learn. I didn't even have to tell you. I didn't even have to tell. Can I tell you? you? Went there. I know. So yesterday I went to Total Wine 
And, you know, I was looking for stuff and then someone asked for help. And I said, yes, I need to find, <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking for like a red, I knew what I was looking for in terms of like taste, but I'm like, it has to be one of these ones. And so sure enough, the gal was like, um, oh yeah, say hi, we, you know, from Alisco and it's really delicious. You're going to love it. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's ex- it's on the list and I'll take it. So that's where that I, you're, so happy. Ab- yeah, you're absolutely right. You did all the hard work to figure out, discover these, um, amazing wineries and help other people discover them. And it's, you know, that you're bringing joy to other people and of course those businesses, but at the end of the day, that's what it's about. You want to introduce people that's to what, all doing. what you love. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That is so awesome. That makes me so happy hearing that. Seriously. <laughs> I'm just like, I get so giddy and so whatever. I look, I'm not, I'm totally one of those people that I love to see successes of, of people I enjoy being around. I'm one of those people who like brags on everybody. So hurry up get this SoCal domination, get down to San Diego too. And then I can continue to brag on you guys too and be like, you know, I heard their origin story. Let me tell you where to go. <laughs> we I love, love it. it. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to do it just doing for you. The we're going to make you proud. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am very, very excited. Like I said, I, I truly honestly cannot wait to see you guys blow up. And then you'll forget about me, but it's okay because I have you on the web, on the podcast already. I'll be like, <laughs> I know them. They may we'll not never remember, forget about they, you. They're on here. They're on the, they're on the podcast. <laughs> I want to see you guys on like all the shows promoting. Like I know Africa and Fifi are going to take care of that. I want to see you guys like everywhere. And thank you guys so much for, for sharing your story, for sharing festively of what you want to do and where you want to go. You know, I think we underestimate the importance of representation and not only in, in our business owners and, and where we can go to find those, the things that we need from our local businesses. And to anytime somebody is highlighting that, I think it's special. Aw, thank you. Thank you so much. And we thank you for that you know, encouragement. We appreciate your voice, right? Your just your energy and everything is just wonderful. So we, we appreciate you. And thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And until next time, you have to go follow these ladies. And then until next time, saludos. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wine and Chisme podcast. For more information on today's guest, please see the show notes for links to websites and social media channels. You can check out all things Wine and Chisme on our website, thewineandchismepodcast.com. There, you will find the names of wines I drink each episode, as well as additional information on me, the podcast, and you can even apply to be a guest straight from there. You can also find us on social media, at The Wine and Chisme on Instagram, and at The Wine and Chisme Podcast on Facebook. Remember, if you want to hear more Wine and Chisme, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star ratings are appreciated and those positive reviews are appreciated even more. Until next time, saludos.